Hey folks, I know that I speak slowly, but I ask you to give me a chance. I have fast forwarded the ad, so it won't take up much of your time. Good morning, beautiful people. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dewey Show. I'm so happy to have you. I'm happy that you're here. If you're new, welcome. If you're not, welcome back. Uh, I would also like to thank today's sponsor, AdamandEve.com. AdamandEve.com has thousands of items for you to choose from that will spice things up in the bedroom. They have things like sex toys, condoms, lingerie, lubricants, dildos, clone-a-willies. What's a clone-a-willy, you ask? Well, it is exactly what it says. Uh, you clone your willy into a dildo for your loved one. So that's pretty awesome. But the best part of it all is, is that you get 50% off just by listening to The Dewey Show. If you go to adamandeve.com and you use the offer code DEWEY at checkout, you'll get 50% off of almost any one item as well as free and always discreet shipping. That's adamandeve.com, A-D-A-M-A-N-D-E-V-E.com. And the offer code to use at checkout is D-E-W-E-Y. Along with everything else I talk about today, this link and offer code is in the description of today's episode. Thank you so much to adamandeve.com for sponsoring today's show. All right, folks, welcome back to The Dewey Show. I'm very happy to announce today's guest. She is my mom, the coolest cat on the planet. Um, Mom, I came out to you as gay and was it 2012? I think it was 2012, right? I've gotten more emails, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, tackle each topic kind of at a time, okay? So, with uh, gay folks, I've gotten mothers, I've gotten fathers who have reached out to me, and they've said, Dewey, we, to ask your mom this, how did she deal with you coming out mentally, uh, like, once the shock wore off? Because I've been very open about the fact that I was really good at hiding my sexuality. Uh, she's nodding right now. So, <laughs> um, and, you know, that's that's my fault. Uh, I, sh- I should have been, you know, open, more open with you. Uh, but it's scary. I mean, it just is. I mean, you see how politics is now and all of that. I mean, there Florida governors coming after gay marriage now and saying that uh, there are pastors around the country, and I use that term very loosely because they're saying that we should be lined up against the wall and shot in the back of the head. Uh, She's moving her head a lot. I think she's going to want to answer to that. Well, I feel like if you're going to use that logic, all of us need to be lined up against the wall and shot for something. So, uh, like, uh, are you talking about just because we're all sinners or... (sighs) Yes, every one of us, whether we admit it or not, we are sinners. We sin today, we sin yesterday, and we have sinned every day of our lives. And so who, what makes the politicians say that it's okay? Oh, well, if you're gay, let's kill you. Well, you're a politician. You lie every day of your life. Um, but my question mostly is, um, do you... Uh, would you, uh, uh, even if this person was 100% believe, believed in every single thing that you do, uh, except for, you know what, every person that's in the LGBTQIA uh, uh, plus, uh, the alphabet mafia, as people call us, <laughs> uh, she's just like, yeah, yeah. add a letter every year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're a pretty open community, so we've got a lot of letters, but, um, 
I my my thing is, would if they agreed on totally everything that you agree with, uh, but they said we need to round those people up and shoot them in the back of the head, would you vote for that person? Fuck no. She's a she's a lady of short words. I mean, you listen to her on the uh, first podcast, but I I have to, um, and we've talked about this, Mama, and a lot of uh, like in great length, um, privately. Um, did you? And I'll bring it up again. Uh, the government, um, and there's proof because if you buy a Bible that was written before 1946, I believe is the year, there is no mention whatsoever of homosexuality in there. So the government put it in there because they wanted a new boogeyman. And that's men that lay with men. And, you know, since most of them were men at the time, they're like, it's all right if ladies do it, you know, because they're turned on by it. But um, do you believe in your heart and just speaking honestly like we always do to each other, do you believe that being gay is a sin? Do you believe that God... Or uh, Jesus, whatever, however you want to embody God, uh, do you believe that they look at me and they say, you're a sinner? No, I don't, because <clears throat> a man who lays with another woman other than his wife or vice versa is breaking God's word. I mean, adultery is was, back in the early, early days, the ultimate sin. And we've got past that. We, It's just like another day nowadays and so why can't we look at gay folks the same way kids i mean <clears throat> we got to stop and try to understand as parents the pressure and i mean i just wish there was a way a parent who's dealing with this could walk one day in their kids shoes and see what they're dealing with the pressure the bullies i mean society schools I mean honestly like I have five grandkids and I'm scared for them to grow up in this world it scares me every day of my life and I mean I just think we just need to stop and say what are we doing we are our kids when we leave this earth we're leaving it to our kids and grandkids and great-grandkids. And we need to step up and open our eyes big time to what we are doing wrong. I agree with that because, you know, I see, I'm not going to say their names, um, but uh, I get to take my, my little brother's oldest. But my little brother's oldest, I'm able to uh, take her to karate. And yesterday I was able to pick her up from school and... I had a conversation with her one time in the car, and it was prompted by her. I think she was in preschool at the time. She asked me, she said, Uncle Deuce, do you think that boys should be able to put a nail polish on if they want? And I looked at her in the mirror, and our eyes met in the mirror, and I said, what's bringing this on? And she said, well, I have a friend that likes to wear polish on his nails. And I got sent out in the hall because I stood up for him. And I said, well, what happened? And he's, she said that there was a bunch of boys and girls that were hollering at him and, you know, calling him all kinds of names, which is so incredibly sad that these kids know these derogatory uh, slurs. But um, and uh, my niece, uh, she she stood up and said, no, that's wrong. Don't. Even she though she got punished for it instead of. See, that's what's wrong. 
the person who stands up for somebody who may not <clears throat> look like everybody else, dress like everybody else, or even be the kind of person that everybody quote thinks they should be unquote. The the ones that stand up for somebody gets in trouble. Let's fucking deal with the fucking bullies, not the people who stand up for them. Exactly, and you know, with with uh, your grandbaby, my niece, I told her, I said, you know, I know exactly what went through your head because Uncle Dewey used to. Uh, if I was brought up by you to stand up for people who are getting picked on for whatever reason. It doesn't matter if somebody's getting bullied. I told my boys, I'll deal with the school. You do what you need to do. And I did. Every time they dealt with a bully, I went to the school. And when I walked out of there, my kids were not in trouble. Exactly. And I mean, the police, when they were called, because uh, Dirk, my little brother, he got into a fight because with a group of people, he was facing them on his own because one of his friends, who I won't name, pussied out of it and actually kind of started it but dirk fought and i didn't know this or you know i would have been there but i didn't know this until after it happened but he was jumped by six people and they broke one of his ribs because they called me a faggot and i told them i said dirk just let those people talk and he said not around me god damn it not around me he said they're talking about my brother and when i when, when my niece was telling me that story uh we'll just call her b when B was telling me that story, she was, I, I got like a little bit verklempt, you know, like I was choked up and she's like, why aren't you talking? And I said, because you did nothing wrong. You need to know that. And she said, oh, I know. That's one thing I got to say about my son and his girlfriend. I mean, she teaches them to love everybody as they are, not as society thinks they should be. Exactly. And that's what I really, and the first thing that, one of the first things that she told me when we had like a long form conversation, because at first it was just like, hey, hey, you know, but one of the first things is she just walked up and she was like, I want you to know that I could tell that you feel kind of uncomfortable. Um, but wherever me or your mom are, because we've talked about this, you have an ally there. And like, I, I'm sitting with a family with the exception of one sibling, okay? And we won't get into that, who totally support me, um, who, who totally support me and uh, who have accepted Seth into our family and have shown us love. And uh, like, I, I can't explain how grateful I am about that. Um, so as a parent who was this, when I told you, I, I did something and if you're listening, uh, people who are about ready to come out to their parents, be truthful the first time. Do not say that you're bisexual because that's what I did. Because what that does is it gives the parent false hope that there might be a lady down the line. There might be grandkids, not to say that gay couples can't have grandkids, but you know what I mean? It's a little bit different sometimes. But um, <clears throat> I came out to you as bisexual and you thought that I was kidding. Um, and you today kick the shit out of yourself for how you reacted. But I do not understand why. And it, I think it was you saw that I was crying. And so you thought that I was hurt. And 
and it was actually the other way around. I was so relieved that I told you and you weren't like you weren't angry or I, I, I don't know. You weren't. You said do. I ultimately you said, look, I love you. I want to stay in your life and I want to be a part of your life, but I'm just going to need some time. And I think that that is more than reasonable to ask for. And I think that you felt that um, because you thought I was kidding, because that's our relationship. It's 90% jokes. 10 <laughs> hey, folks, head over to adamandeve.com and use the offer code DEWEY for 50% off of almost any one item as well as free and always discreet shipping. They have thousands of items that are guaranteed to spice up your sex life. That is adamandeve.com. A-D-A-M-A-N-D-E-V-E dot com. And the offer code to use at checkout, D-E-W-E-Y. Along with everything else I talk about today, this link and offer code is in the description of today's episode. Thank you so much to adamandeve.com for sponsoring today's show. percent serious, right? Yeah. And we're, we're only, like, serious when we talk about the... Uh, nieces and nephews, but nephew, but um, anyway, so to a parent who might suspect that their kid is gay or whatever the case is, what do you recommend that they do? Do you recommend that they go and talk to their kid? Do you recommend that? Or do you recommend that they wait for the child to come to them and like in the meantime, prepare themselves for how they're going to react? Because I'll tell you something, pop, uh, and uh, you, you needed somebody to talk to, so you called Dad. And Dad sat with it for a little bit because it was about an hour until he called me. And so he was able to think it through and come up with a response. And he said, he said this exactly, and I'll never forget it. He said, um, son, there's really nothing new about you. What's new is what we know. That's it. Um, he said, as long as you're still you, and this doesn't turn you into someone that you're not. I love you. And that night, I remember I was laying in bed and I was watching WWE Raw. And you came in and I had a Dallas Cowboy recliner right by my bed. And you uh, like pushed that out of the way. And I was like, what's what's going on? And then you hop, you know, you, you sat on the bed and you're, you know, showing like this unprecedented interest in wrestling. And you're like, oh, who's that guy? And I'm like. Oh, that's Kane. Don't you remember the Undertaker's brother? You're like, yeah, I remember the Undertaker. He's cool. And then um, you said, and I remember this, like yesterday, you said, can I have a do-over with my reaction? And I said, why? Uh, it was a good reaction because you you saw that I was crying and I was just crying out of relief. Uh, you said nothing that made me feel like anything could change between us. And what, like since then, your actions have spoken because they speak louder than words always. And I mean, today I work for you and Pop. Um, I'm your your tax dad calls me uh, your your tax guy mm. uh, because I just handle everything to do with finances. And I asked uh, I, I ask you um, for this parent that's reaching out. Is there any uh, way that you recommend? acting or like if they suspect that their child might be gay or bisexual or whatever the case is do you think that they should go and sit there and, and talk to them do you think that they should create like an environment that 
um, it's like, oh, hey, you know, Elton, even if you don't like Elton John, say like, oh, I like Elton John. You know, he's married to a guy. Is that the right way to do it, or is it the right way? Is the right way to do it? Um, in your opinion, um, this isn't like a uh, this isn't like a gotcha or anything. But do you think that the parent should walk up to the kid and say, "Look, I think this is what's going on, and I want you to know that if that's the case, I love you." Yeah, I think that the parent should really think about it. But I think. <clears throat> go talk to your kid because once that that and I mean once that they know that you know as one day less that they got to live with keeping a secret and because they're getting enough shit from school God knows I mean honestly Kids are the meanest people on earth when they want to be. They can make other kids' lives a living hell. And a home should be a safe haven for kids. They should be able to come home, talk to their parents, and feel safe and secure. And it breaks my heart Now there's so many kids out there that don't have that. They're abused in every which way, which makes me sick. And I wish I could kill every fucker that hurts a kid, but I can't. <clears throat> I mean, just... I mean, there is no dialogue saying what way is right and what way is wrong. Just go and just start a conversation. And, I mean, no matter what, they're still your kids. And if you're truly a parent, you will find a way on your own time, by yourself, with your wife, husband, whatever, to figure out a way to deal with it. God gave you that kid for a reason. God made that kid the way he, she, them, they are. And it's our job as parents. We're the adults. It's our job as parents to deal with it. And we know our kids. Well, we should know our kids. <clears throat> and if you're a good parent, you will. And looking back on Dewey's situation... Now that I know, I see all the signs I missed. And I think that's why I take it so hard. Is because now I see the signs, but it was, but I didn't see them when I needed to see them. And he lived with the secret way, way longer than he should have. And I just, I mean, just talk to your kids. It's as simple as that. Apparently, my phone decided in the middle of our conversation to update and I thought the entire time that we were recording we had about an hour conversation total and there is 18 minutes of it that are available and so I'm going to have to uh, well I say have to like it's a bad thing but it, it's certainly not but I will uh sit back down with my mom and finish this interview so there will definitely be a part two to this uh but i want to say to apple if someone is recording something you should probably not fucking update the phone right then and there you fucking assholes i hadn't 
hour worth of podcasts with my mom. An hour. And it was a really good podcast. I learned new things about my mom in that because of the podcast. But what happened was I had to uh I hit the record button which turned it off and I heard it go badink and then I uh pushed the button had to push the button again uh in the middle of my sentence so that I could just continue on speaking and the second recording is totally gone because of the update so yeah I'm not happy about that but I'm going to Ask my mom to uh, sit back down with me and uh, answer some. Uh, the, the there are more questions that need to be answered, um, and she, you know she is an ally. Uh, she especially when it comes to gay kids. So if you're a gay teenager or gay kid or whatever the case is, and you want to come out to your parents. This is my advice as a gay person, okay? I was lucky that my parents accepted and loved me. I, I I was lucky. I am lucky to this day, okay? Even if you think that your parents are going to be supportive of you, make sure that you have a second... Uh, make sure that you have a, a friend that knows. Make sure that you have a couch to sleep on, whether it's a... Older sibling, a friend, your step-parents, whatever the case is, uh, you need to make sure that you have a place to go. That's step one. Step two is get what I call a go bag, which is uh, got two or three days worth of clothes, a chain of clothes in it. Uh, Try to get as much money as you possibly can saved up and put in there. Uh, get a phone charger put in there, uh, and let's see, uh, dental care uh, stuff put in there so that you can keep your teeth brushed and all of that, and uh, deodorant, things like that that you'll need, and uh, three, double check that you have a place to land if your parents end up rejecting you. Because it could happen, even if you think that it won't. I was positive in my heart and mind that my mom and dad would not accept me. That's what I felt before I went in and told them. But guess what? Because of the quality of people that they are, they proved me wrong. And I am lucky. I'm lucky because of that. There are people, many people, thousands of people that have killed themselves because their parents have kicked them out because of their sexuality. And that's totally wrong. But I'm going to sit back down with my lovely mom and we're going to work this. uh, We're going to redo the second half of the podcast all right folks thank you so much for listening to the dewey show i certainly appreciate it i will have my mom on another time hopefully uh to finish what we started because um you know like i said apple is dumb i even tried to downgrade my software and i wasn't able to get the recording 
Anyway, I will have her back on, hopefully, in the near future. She is a great person with a big heart, whom I love so very dearly. We've had our ups and downs, her and I, but you know what? They've just made us stronger. And what parent and son doesn't have ups and downs, you know? Uh, but anyway, uh, to keep up with the latest uh, information and news about me and also about the country and the world in general, uh, head over to DeweyShow.com. It's D-E-W-E-Y-S-H-O-W.com. And if you want to support any of my sponsors, go to DeweyShow.com slash sponsors. All of the information for all of my sponsors will be there, including Adam and Eve and adamel.com and painglasses.com. Uh, there's a lot. Scentbird. There's a ton. Um, so head over there if you uh, are like, where the hell is this link at? Just go to deweyshow.com slash sponsors, and there they are. Um, anyway, folks, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to today's show. If you're new to this show, please consider subscribing, liking, following, whatever the case is on your platform. I would truly appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. Thank you so much. I love you. And never forget, folks, that love is everything.